Minds and Bites podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Podcast, 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 podcast. It'll pay off later, I promise. <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling <laughs> with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Happy Halliday's Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the nation to conversation. Too glam to give a Danielle Radford. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. Is that your real name? No, we do. Uh, so we do AKAs, like we do wrestle names. So it's yeah. not your birth name. No, it's that's not. not only the really other part. Good name. Oh, you got one coming, boo. Too yeah. glam. That voice you're hearing is our special guest, comedian and star of TV shows like Money from Strangers and Girl Code. It's pretty fly for a Jeff die. Welcome to Tights and Fights. What is your, what's I your, like what's the standard? First of all, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're thrilled to yeah, have thank you. thank you yeah. so much. These are some of my favorite things in the world. Funny people and then wrestling is some of my favorite <laughs> things. If we had a dog in here, you wouldn't get me to leave. I, co- I, co- I couldn't leave. I'd be like, all right, I'll order lunch. I'm staying We here. live here now. Do you mind yeah. if I crash we here? Live in the yeah, it's yeah. our tiny apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tiny houses by yeah. BuzzFeed. Oh, well, we live in the Max Fun studio. Yeah, we put an espresso <laughs> machine there. It's going to work out. Yeah. I used to live at a 5,000 square foot house but me and my wife and five kids want to downgrade into a, into half of a trailer and also our three great danes want to live in there too one of them is dropsy jeff what what is your other wrestling why did name they do that those tiny houses. they're terrible i, I get it's like always why a, a guy decision. like me would want it right like i'm like ah, i'm never getting married or having kids like i understand <laughs> i have a tiny house yeah i but... want a tiny house because it's like oh is it is it bigger than my apartment right yeah because yeah, it's uh those are called mansions in new york yeah exactly yeah i know people who are like i bought a trailer and there was a time when you would be like you live in a trailer now i'm like tell me more about your trailer yeah now yeah it's a it's you're, you're what's your chic. rent like yeah you're like vegan or something if you <laughs> oh, I can paint the walls and no one will care. Yeah, I can take it and uproot and go to anywhere. Yeah, look, it's a shelf and a counter and where I keep my clothes <laughs> and your bed. That's a plank of wood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but if you turn it over, it's also, uh, you know, I guess another shelf. The great thing is when you die in it, they could just lower it into a hole yeah, in the ground. That's, that's your coffin. It that's it. Be, oh, no, I'm leaving my trailer to my dogs and grand dogs. <laughs> They're all uh, going to live in the trailer. Actually, wait, so you don't got no uh, like husband or nothing yet? No, I got a, I got a dude. I have oh, a dude. Okay. He's a good dude. Then never mind. Um, but I don't have a husbandy dude. Um, but yeah, maybe when someday. We, maybe someday. Uh, probably pretty probably. soon. Probably in, the, in, like in the next couple of years. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, we're just going to give it to our dogs and granddogs. Well, the reason I ask is because I have, like, uh, my financial guys, they, they like, when they when I first started working on them, they go, all right, so who do you want to leave all your money to? Like, if something, you know, God forbid something happens, who do you want to leave it all to? And I, it was so, like, gut, gut-wrenching yeah. for me. Because I was like, oh, I ain't, I don't get, like, I don't get along <laughs> with my uh, parents. My sister uh, passed in December. And, and okay. so, like, I just was sitting there going, I don't know, I guess just give it to the bank. 
<laughs> They've been real good with my money. I guess just don't, just give it Not to them. Not a charity. Give it to the bank. <laughs> give it to the bank. Because what the bank needs is more of your money. Yeah, well, they've been really honorable with my money so far. But they're I mean, definitely the most familiar with your money. Yeah, they're very trustworthy. <laughs> I want you to get, uh, put it all in a sack with a dollar sign on it and give it to the bank in front of orphans. Yeah, like a big cartoon. That's what <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Let them, let them That's see. how I live, if you haven't figured it out. And just smush an orphan in the face while you give the yeah. bank a big dollar bag full <laughs> of yeah. money. Here's the money Jeff gives. They're like, <laughs> smush. <laughs> Seriously, that's how I feel. Like, my life is, something happened at eight years old that just nothing changed. <laughs> just, I've, lived, I've lived as eight-year-old Jeff forever. Is that when you became a wrestling fan? Tell yeah, us about that. I've been that. a wrestling fan my whole life. Okay. And it started with an affinity for the toys. The WWE Hasbros, uh, well, they're WF Hasbros at the time. They were this specific line, and something in me was very drawn to this toy. They were like He-Man, except shortened down into four inches, and they had these big muscles, and they were just so cool looking. And each person, which this is why I'm still obsessed with the gimmick era. Everybody always talks about like, oh, I like the Attitude Era, or I like the, you know, women's revolution or whatever. I am obsessed with the gimmick era because you could look at any wrestler and you knew their thing. You go, oh, this guy is a snake. He's a snake guy, and his name is Jake. <laughs> uh, oh, look, he's a cop. Oh, he's a sergeant. Right. Oh, he's a clown. And this goes on and on. Everybody had a thing, and I was really obsessed with that, and the toys like taught me those things. So when I would watch it on TV, I'd go, oh, that's the clown guy. That's the, I like him, doink. You know? That's part um, of the reason why we, we do talk a lot about, on the show, we talk a lot about fashion and the way people present, because like it's such an important part of how they do their job. It's the entire part. It's all story for me. That's why I like real Same. wrestling. Same! Yeah, real wrestling nerds <laughs> will always be very elitist about the wrestling. They're right. like, oh, he makes a mess of the ring. This guy, he's, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's blah. I don't care about any of that. It's the story. It's the costume. It's the mic work. It's the it's the things. And I think in the in the old generation, that's another thing I liked that Vince would do. He'd come out and be like, I'm a sultan. And then he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like uh, oh, that didn't go over. The fans hated that. And instead of being fired like in any other profession, they would just put a different costume on and be like, all right, now you're a dentist. <laughs> a maniacal dentist. But like, and the fans, we just go, isn't that the same guy that was a sultan last week? You know, like we, we just seem to be fine with it. And that is a world I want to live in where you can just be accepting of, yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess we're just going to suspend disbelief and pretend that that wasn't this different costume with the same fucking dude. <laughs> Well, I can't wait to get into what's going on right now I'm so and get some of your thoughts on that. Okay. Yeah, uh, we got a lot to talk about, but we're gonna start with news from this. I woke up at like four forty-five this morning. Why'd you do that? What's wrong with you? I don't. know. I didn't even go to bed till five something last night. Uh, well, I also woke up at four forty-five, but it's literally. Well, I woke up at. I wake up at around between two and five every morning. I, I have a problem. Yeah, I, I was in a car accident three weeks ago, so I don't sleep as well through the night. Really, I'm still like coming you down. Keep off hearing of that. horns and I keep hearing horns. <laughs> Is it Do a you... Toyota Corolla? Yeah. Oh, thank God it's not. A Do you Toyota smell Corolla. bread? Are you okay? <laughs> I don't yeah, smell yeah. bread. I keep getting calls from the driver who hit me. Is like, I'm coming to finish the job. Yeah. Uh, it's me again. I'm yeah. still not insured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? Get insurance, you. Greg. <laughs> oh, you know Greg. I don't know. I just made him. That up. motherfucker. <laughs> but I was up early and I saw the news that the Dynamite Kid had passed away. Yeah, but I wasn't, yeah. uh, never knew nothing about Dynamite Kid. I, no, but it's sad that he's 60 years old and died. They're, they're, they had a job of dog owners. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they had British Matilda, Bulldog. The, I Matilda the Bulldog. Yeah. yeah, they had Matilda. I, oh, this is a terrible thing to say. I, and I, I, I had a text thread with someone who has been on the podcast that I will not name, where we were both like, I thought the dynamite kid already 
Dynamite. Dynamite Kid remembered as the worker of that tag team. <laughs> I I actually thought he had passed away. Or I know he was not well. The the ring caught up with him very early. He was like in a wheelchair from the, oh, from the no. mid nineties on. He was in a wheelchair. He's in the wheelchair, but mm. now he's reunited with the British Bulldog in uh, wherever wrestlers go. Wrestling heaven. Away. In wrestling heaven. <laughs> there was a song about it. There was a so- there is a song about There's it. A song called it. Wrestling Heaven. <sighs> There is a song that Hulk Hogan did called When You Go to Wrestling Heaven. Well, it's called When the Hulkster Gets to Heaven. It's about a sick kid that he's going to tag team with. It's the worst thing in the world. The kid is going to die, and the idea is when Hulk Hogan dies, he's going to heaven to tag with him. (laughs) But guess what? Hulk's not going to heaven, so (laughs) money doesn't make you a better person. That's right. (laughs) You have to grow and change I'm living proof. (laughs) In the studio live, we have an example. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, Danielle and Lindsay talked a lot about Raw's shortcomings compared to SmackDown. Right now, I think it's hard to argue that SmackDown is not the superior brand. I mean, right. they're pretty, mm-hmm. they seem to be whipping Raw pillar to post. Yeah, they're the same company, though. Well, yeah, no, of course they're the same company, but it, it, it's, I, uh, you know, sorry, continue. It's Hal. odd to think Do that they're thing. the same company and that they can't coordinate their creative teams to right. go, let's make sure we're holding both shows to the same standard of storytelling. It's not like they both don't have a ton of talented people. Yeah. It's not like they both don't have creative people that answer to the same guy. Sure. So I don't know what the hell is going on, but right I now, think, SmackDown's uh, better than this Raw. This sounds like just in general the wrestling's having its biggest like identity crisis ever mm. every year survivor series really muddies everything up because now you're trying to merge storylines that that weren't there mm-hmm. so survivor series is already a weird time every single year for wrestling yeah. but now you've mixed these really strange saudi arabian corporate gigs where some saudi arabian prince that has no he doesn't even know anything about wrestling he's like oh, i want the giant they're like oh, he's dead i want hulk hogan like oh, he's racist uh, well i want him and like all right well bring him back for like a weird promo well i want and like he just keeps naming things and so they make this weird saudi arabian corporate thing with no women and it was awful but that also confused all the storylines so we're in the weirdest part now where like all the writers are just pulling their hair out and going this sucks (laughs) (laughs) these q a sessions Mm -hmm. with all right we've talked about this before this is a conversation we've had. Or oh, they I, ask the audience. I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care for that. I don't care for Sasha and Bailey on the mic. Weird. I love both of them in the ring. And and we talked last week about what about their storyline? That like lesbian storyline they ran for like seven weeks. Queer baiting. And yeah. then it just like, did nothing. And, and they then did nothing, nothing. Happened. And we were made no. I love you. Well, and then I guess you're off TV for eight weeks. The, the, well, no. And then also on like their social media, there was a thing where it's like, I hope she says yes. And like there was all of this queer baiting. Yeah. They know what they're doing when they do that. Well, the conversation we had is sometimes all somebody needs is more opportunities on the mic to get better at Oh, it. I see. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that to be the case with Sasha and Bailey. I will tell you two women in specific, just to keep it on the same playing field, who are getting more a little more mic time. And the little time they're getting, they seem to be getting better. And that's Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Oh, Not that God they're main event. Said someone I agree with. But oh. they're good. I think that they, they came out, they had a promo on Tuesday <laughs> night that was a decent promo. They look good in the ring. Sonya Deville is going to be a star. She's great. They're definitely like, like. And they're also friends in way. real life. Exactly. So and you can chemistry, feel that. Yeah, they're good. <clears throat> I would argue there's an equal amount of talent in both women's divisions. Mm-hmm. There are interesting performers who are good at their jobs, but the Raw can't seem to put anything together. And SmackDown has like a bunch of things I going on. I will say, that are like, th- this is terrible because I never want to hail. Like, it, injuries are bad. No one likes when someone gets injured. Alexa and her Ariana Grande ponytail are doing a good <laughs> job in the role that she is in. I think that's a great role for her. She's a great talker. I 
am very excited, obviously, I've been talking about this for forever, for the idea of any kind of women's tag team championship. Because yeah. like, I want We want to more be, belts, too. We want mm-hmm. more for the women. We want more for them to fight over. Yeah. I would love different versions. I want a version of everything. I want women's. I, you know, Me, I, too. Yeah, I want all for of sure. those. I want there to be more than just like, you know, I'm like my husband. Well, your husband's the only thing that makes you. I want yeah. more than that. I'll tell you my biggest criticism happening. of the women's division is mm-hmm. I love what's happening. I agree with you. I want tag belts. I want intercontinental women's yes. belt. I want like I want even, all of the belts. I want like a 205, or not, it wouldn't be 205, but a cruiserweight division oh belt my for God, the women. Please. Some yeah. high flyers, get some like uh, some lucha gals. Which really bad. Is my biggest criticism of just wrestling in general mm. nowadays generation is that nobody's reinventing the wrestler. Right. So what they do mm. is they just go, "Hey, what if he goes bad?" Like he went <laughs> good like 4 weeks ago. They're like, "What? Oh, all right. What if we make him good again?" And you're like, "That doesn't change my opinion of the wrestler." Yes. Now he just smiles a lot, but he's still the same undies and like like Charlotte's been a heel and then a face 75 times. Also, mm, uh not unfair. You're a nerd, right? Yeah. Right. You love comic books. <laughs> yeah. I love comics, toys, wrestling, uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Harry Potter. I love all the nerd things. I know I look like a douche, but I love nerd stuff. <laughs> always have. For me, growing up lo- loving those things, we've always liked things that aren't always the face. I was the biggest like Darth Maul mark ever. I love Darth Vader, right? Mm-hmm. But I still know he's bad. People want to bang Snape. Yeah. I'm gonna bang Snape hard. I know they're bad, but I also like them, and I still want that toy. I still want that T-shirt. And in wrestling, I feel like they haven't embraced that. They're like, like okay. people. People will say like, uh, I agree. Oh, he's. Or I'll say like, I hate this wrestler, and I'll name any wrestler you want to say. I hate that guy. And they go, Yeah, then he's doing his job. That means he's a good heel. If you hate him, I was like, No, 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 no. I want to like the people that are bad and like the people that are good. I should like everybody who comes like on my screen. I want to like the story. Right, right, right. So right. like, I love Elias, even though he's a heel. I guess now he's turning face <laughs> soon. But he, uh, I still like him. So like, but there's certain wrestlers I I just don't even want on my screen. They make me want to change the channel. You, that doesn't you make just me, don't enjoy them. Yeah, I don't enjoy them at all. Right. And they're like, that makes him a good heel. He's like, no, it doesn't. Let's let's see how you feel about this guy. Okay. Uh, before we go to break, Pac, who's formerly known as WWE's mm. Neville, has been on a tear since returning to wrestling. He's now the Open the Dream Gate champion, which I heard is a, a belt that has doors on it. Great. <laughs> uh, I, I watched a match. How dare you? How do I get one? I got sent a clip. I think we all got sent the same clip by Julian. It's a match that he wrestled recently against a guy who looks like if Quick Kick from G.I. Joe yeah. was a wrestler. His name is Speedball. He's been speedball. around forever. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't <laughs> know who he is. I've never heard of him. Uh, he does the, the, the Speedball kit. The... And it was a good match, a well done story. It felt to me like, story-wise, that Neville was doing a little more of the heavy lifting. Do you like Neville or no? I do like Neville. I love Neville. I love him. He's As great. a heel, I love him. As a face, I enjoyed him. It was also like, like a good. half an hour match. So. It's very long. And in England, and so you have to take that different pacing into consideration. Yeah, I mean it was good. It was good. I, that's what I came away from it going. I've oh, that was a good match. I get it. Scouring the internet for I guess what two years now, trying mm-hmm. to figure out why he actually left. And I can only find rumors. I can only find hearsay from other wrestlers. Nobody. I would love to just sit down with Neville and go, "Why did you leave 
Like, why? Right. And Neville's like, oh, you're going to do it. He just leaves. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm sorry. Can you do that Neville impression? I won't do it again. (laughs) I imagine that Neville just like flexed and all of his gear at once popped off of him and he he couldn't fit any of it anymore. And he was like, I have to take a break. (laughs) Have you seen what he looks like? He is so fucking brolic right now. No, I mean, not now. I haven't haven't seen what he looks like now. Did you see, have you seen what he looks like in like public? Like when he's just walking around? Oh, when he wears like the, uh, he wears the button down all the way up to the top. And he has glasses. He dresses like and a you librarian can't on steroids. Tell that he's very strong. Yeah, yeah. and he's kind of short, you know. Like, uh, oh, I feel like he's too buff now. He has to get glasses away and he's, a ponytail. It's amazing. And yeah. you just see him. You go, no, that's not the guy. <laughs> guy. I like the guy that looks like he's on Vikings, or like uh, he looks like he's from Game of Thrones or something. But and then you see him in real life. You go, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get all the muscles? How many chickens do you eat a day? Why are you my hero? Well, we've talked about a lot so far. What do you think about it? Let us know. On facebook.com slash group slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, we're going to get into how people seem to be less optimistic about the red brand of WWE. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hey, it's Janet Varney of the JV Club podcast, and I am so excited to be joining Maximum Fun. If you're not yet familiar with the JV Club, it's a podcast with me and some of my favorite women, and in the summer, men, as we explore the highs and lows of our terrible teenage years into what I like to call our adult lessons. For example, you can hear about Allison Bree's humiliating moment at a gymnastics competition. You can hear about Jesse Thorne's incredibly salty language in English class. Or let Busy Phillips tell you how she met Sharon Stone at an Arizona toy fair, somehow. You can join me and all my once awkward friends every Thursday by subscribing to the JV Club at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Jeff Dye. <laughs> SmackDown's doing a great job balancing its world title scene as AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan get ready for their next match. The Miz brought Daniel onto Miz TV where the champ had this to say. Are you WWE champion because you listened to what I said? Yes or no? Yes. No. Yes. No. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is that the old Daniel Bryan is dead. The Yes Movement with these logos, dead. So Miz ends up having a match with AJ Styles in SmackDown's main event. How do both of you feel about the dynamic between The Miz and Daniel Bryan, where both of them are heels? I loved it. I like heel Daniel Bryan. Um, I think he's great. I like that he's supposed to be closer to regular Daniel Bryan. I can't wait for him to, to, uh, as hypocritical as this is, I can't wait for him to really douche out and do like a segment of Bella Brains where he's just like, my wife is fucking dumb. And then everyone boos him. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Do you? What do you think? I've, I'm so bored with the Daniel Bryan. You don't like? Not even the heel turn didn't do anything. When he came to back, I popped so big. I was so excited yeah. to see him come sure. back. Sure. And I like him. And I think that he's, uh, you know, he's 
he's kind of spazzy, and I like that he risks his body literally on every move. He's never going to be able to walk when he's older. Like he. No, he's it. gonna have to get everything bionic. He wrestles yeah. way too. It's too much. Like he's like he's literally hurting. He's like the Yasiel Puig of of <laughs> WWE. However, just because now he's being grumpy and mean, I don't think that that makes it more exciting to watch. Like I've I want to not like the Miz and I want to like Daniel Bryan. And now Daniel Bryan is becoming invisible to me by just being a grump. Why do you hate God's Country Aberdeen, Jeff? Oh, well, that's the thing is I liked him. <laughs> the hometown boy, Seahawk. He's always wearing that Seahawk gear. Yeah, he is. He I loves like rocking the Seahawk gear, and and I love his wife, Bree. She's very sweet. But like, I just I don't. I think it's very. I don't like this. Like I said earlier, back and forth of like now I'm a bad boy and now I'm a good boy. It's like I don't enjoy that. See, for me, he's been. He's been a face for so long. It's like five years yeah. of of the yes movement, and I think it when it's course. Can't a guy like Daniel Bryan just always be face? Do we need him he, to? He can. I think a guy like Ricky Steamboat has to always be face because he can't. He could never. You but imagine... if Ricky Steamboat was in wrestling now, they'd turn him bad every eight right, months. Right, but he'd be terrible. I don't think this is this is one turn. The last time Daniel Bryan was was really heel was what two thousand eleven, yeah, two thousand twelve, something like that, and then he. Then he, he was turned face at WrestleMania, the WrestleMania where he lost in ten seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though he walked in a, a heel, that was that was the day he became a face because yeah. everybody felt sorry for him. He's so too. That's... So for me, a bad guy has to be uh, somewhat like unconquerable in my mind. Hmm. Well, or slimy and slithery, something like that. But Daniel Bryan has all of the qualities of of a great guy and a guy I'm rooting for and an underdog. And I think that's why fans gravitate towards him is because he's like an underdog. We're rooting for him. And so, like now, if you're going to be a bad guy, I go, all right. Well, then you're little anyways, and you you're being a brat. And I don't, you know, <laughs> who don't... would you want to see a face Daniel Bryan go against? Yeah, Dean Ambrose. I'd watch that. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I I, I like, like him. Dean. I like Dean's. We'll talk about it. I like Dean's new little brown jacket. He looks like Ginger Sabretooth. I like it. All right, let's let's uh, talk about that. Then he came out like as Bane. Reference. He came out as Bane. Yeah. He came out as he Bane. Came out as Bane. He's but got the when you siren take the mask now. Off. His fucking entrance. That is I, even Bane's jacket. I'm not. That's I, why. But I like it because there's so many dudes that just wear all black now that I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'll take some earth tone. Give me something. I do like it. I thought he looked great. Yeah. Well, here's I the hate thing. the mask. The mask is dumb. Baby. Their commitment to just ripping off anything they want is <laughs> insane. Yeah. How are they getting away with it? Like after Suicide Squad, we had like 75 uh, Harley Quinns. Yeah. Yeah. The Liv Tyler. You had Alexa Bliss still rips it off. Uh, and then what's her name? Uh, Mickey James was doing it. Then yeah. Wonder Woman comes out. They're all doing a Wonder Woman. Uh, you've got Triple H doing yeah. uh, doing Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat his whole career <laughs> with the big sledgehammer yeah, and the skull New mask Dragon Ball and Z. the throne. And, yes, and sometimes Dragon Final Ball Z. Z. although the Final Fantasy thing was actually a sponsored thing, I think. But Ugh. yeah, I think it's I uh, uh, they get away with it because it's enough that we notice. It's like Ember Moon. Ember Moon yeah. is just Mortal Kombat. Yeah. She is Mortal Kombat wrapped into one incredibly talented performance. And it's uh, free promotion for your brand. 205 Live. The guy's doing Sub Zero every. Yeah, uh, you it. got like I mean it's so insane. They'll just literally take anything. And like I don't know what about a like I picture that that's what the writers do. They're like, all right, you're Bane this week, Dean. And if people like that, you'll still be He's like, Bane. No, all right, I'll do it. Uh, but that's what they were doing before, right? There were tons of times when no, they've always when, done it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying WWE's commitment to just blatantly stealing anything they want. Yeah, yeah but they're like they the, the they're the great bootleg versions. Who doesn't like a bootleg version of Spider Man that's called like just Man, Man or whatever? Yeah, Arachnaman was I think it was WCW. Yeah. They had a yeah. Spider Man. There was a Spider Man. 
There's a Spider-Man. You know, there's always a Spider-Man. It, it's the great yeah. tradition of Glacier, <laughs> yeah. where you can just the be... great tradition. Take that back, <laughs> Julian. Bleep that. We will not have the great Never. tradition of Glacier. Oh no, spoken That's aloud. I don't even show. know what that means. That Glacier a... is the blatant. He was like a Kombat yeah. Sub-Zero. It was a WCW. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. so I didn't know that. That's ex- you were referencing the wrestler from WCW yeah. Glacier. Glacier. We loved. I think he even had the line on the. Yeah, of course he did. The red line. Of course he did. Which was like specifically Mortal Kombat three. Because Sub Zero yeah. always wore a mask, and like now we know what he looks like. Like I love WMC. He's hiding that terrible scar. I love WMC Masters, and no one ripped off every fighting game more than they did. So oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that it's in the same. I feel like Rey Mysterio did one too, where he was something. Oh uh, yeah, he's done. A, he did the Joker he might have one been year. Spider Man. He's done Spider Man. He's done Spider Man. He's done the yeah. Joker in like two thousand eight. I think if it's just didn't... like a nod, nod, wink, wink in the gear, and oh, you're not yeah. using the trademark, right. we're so forgetting the biggest one. I bet wrestling fans will listen to this, and then they pull their hair out. That we're not referencing the most famous ripoff. Go ahead. Uh, Sting as the crow. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the sure. most sure. rippy off, ripped off yeah. ripoff of all time. Oh, yeah. That's a huge ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the rafters, the like the exact face paint. Like it was literally It the can't crow. sleep all day or well, whatever. It's amazing. <laughs> can't sleep all day. That's right. That was his catchphrase during his that period. Uh, I have a pitch for for Ambrose Rollins, and here's why I have it. I could not care less about this version of their feud. Mm-hmm. I like them both. I loved their 2014 to 2016 feud because it made sense. Right. There's there's nothing logical about this story, and mm. this is my pitch for changing it. The reason why Dean Ambrose turns on Rollins is because he knew Rollins was going to turn on him. Right. Mm. And so then then you can get mileage out of calling the audience stupid because they didn't see what to him is clear as day. Right. Mm. So I'm going to make sure that you have nothing. Why don't you write for WWE? Because they, I don't know. Nobody has offered. What do you mean? You, you that's not how things happen. <laughs> you know they do. I mean, you, you know, sitting at your house, you know what? They call you. To no, fair, back in two thousand one, I didn't apply. I, I might have applied once on Monster.com in like two thousand one. They still put them up on Monster.com. They, they need writers, Maybe and also the writers are very awful. And so it's like I always meet so many great wrestling fans who are super smart, who know a ton about wrestling, who could do a better job, who are currently complaining about the writing, who should just be a writer. Oh jeez. It's a great job. What if I became a writer? You'd be great. What if I did? But you'd well, be great you, at it. You'd You're very great. qualified. Well, thank you. And you'd have to quit the show, but then you could also no, just, he could like, do send this. us send Those us ding dongs have like game channels and podcasts on themselves. <laughs> yeah. The own wrestlers have their own stuff. You know? Yeah. That's true. No, but you'd be great at it. All right, I'll I apply. Think, I promise I, I, I will apply. You'd be great at it. Okay, so that's what you would do with Dean and Seth. That's what I would do with Dean and Seth. That to me would make that, it's a really simple story, but it also makes sense. Because the problem I have, everybody wanted, or a lot of people, we were talking about in here, we want Dean to turn heel. We think the face act is stale. But there's got to be a reason, you have to have a compelling reason for a villain to become a villain. They And they have to believe, they have to believe that what they're doing is right. And I don't get that from anything I've seen so far. You know who Bex is a heel to? Who? The company. (laughs) Because, because... And that's why the fans are on board. Right. Because it's like, you know what? Enough's enough. How many times am I going to put Charlotte Flair over? How many times am I going to put, you know... Sasha Banks or how how long do you go all right I guess I'm just going to keep hoping that someday my card is called and it, maybe it won't and also like these wrestlers just break themselves all yes. the time yeah. and the, and and the people that are over like they, it's it's kind of like the business I'm in in stand up like every 
MC thinks they should be a middle act, and every middle act believes they should be a headliner, and every headliner thinks they should be on TV, and every TV person thinks they should be in movies, and every movie person thinks they should be the biggest star. Nobody's ever happy with where they're at. It's always the mm-hmm. cart and the horse, you know. So it's always something. And I think that's with wrestling too. Is that those top dogs? They think like, well, why can't I be the first woman to do this and the first woman to do that and the first woman to do this? And like, we gave you everything else, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> can't you give someone else a thing? You know. And so. Um, I think that that's why, like, her character makes sense of going, like, you know what, Vince, like, I deserve, I deserve this. And the fans are like, yeah, give it to her. Like, I think they were, like, super on board with it. But that's why you can't flip-flop too much. Right. Like, that's what what I was saying. You can't go bad and then good and then bad and good. Or the shield gets together and then breaks up and gets together. No, because it loses the impact, especially because that first shield breakup was so poetic. Yeah. That every time you do it, it lessens not only the impact of the current thing, but also of the stuff that came before it. Well, and also, I agree. And then also, they're always going like, oh, we're a brotherhood. We'd never break up. It's like, we've watched you break up. Yeah. And (laughs) and it's not going to make us pop. The only reason we're going to pop when they come back is because Roman will be back. Yes. And so we're going to. Like he's gonna be the most famous wrestler of all time, which might be the only thing that I've ever correctly been on the right side of history with wrestling, because I've always vote, rooted for the bad guys. I, I I was a big Enzo Mark. You can if you look online, there was nobody rooting for Enzo harder than Jeffy. Also, I love Hulk Hogan, cause just cause it's that's my childhood. That was a guy like he was my like he was the mascot of America. Obviously, I did, you know you can't do that stuff, and I I don't support any of that, and I'm off the Hulk Hogan wagon. But for my life, I loved Hulk Hogan, sure. and so I've been a huge Roman Reigns mark forever, and so and that's very evident on every show I've ever done. Anytime like my Twitter, like I've always been a huge Roman Reigns mark, and I think that's because I feel bad for him. People are always mean to him. I was like, the fans were always mean to him. Like all the real wrestling fans, and, and again, that feels company created because they're like, "You're gonna love him, right? No matter what." The guy puts on good matches. Yeah, he got handsome. better on the microphone. He, yo, he's good and looking. You can watch him improve as the years. Yeah, go on. he's yeah. like a he seems to. And look, it's all all you see is the footage you're allowed to see. It's not like somebody's showing you iPhone footage. Well, of and also, Roman. what's he supposed to say? Like, oh no, don't make me the champ again. Oh, don't right. let me headline. No, exactly. Yeah. Like you Nobody's take the opportunity. You take the opportunity, and you yeah. see, and and either either it works or it doesn't work, but you're not going to say no. Right. These are all good points. Julian, I don't want to talk about anything else that's on this script. That's all, yeah, that's all good. What I else mean, is on there? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Here's, here's oh, what's going to happen. I'm actually you are so this out. Wow. Don't edit that out. Uh, <laughs> th- I do want to talk about uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler breaking up because yeah. I think it happened like three months too soon. Okay. Uh, and it, it also feels, l- look, there's no doubt that that Roman Reigns' absence has left a hole. And that's part of the issue I think that Raw has. We were talking earlier in the show that SmackDown seems better. Raw lost, you know, they, they lost their MVP. And now Braun they have Stroman. to scramble. Yeah, Braun Strowman's gone with that elbow surgery. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. He's fantastic. If you lined up every wrestler I've ever liked, th- there's a pattern. <laughs> Do they just eventually all become Braun Strowman? Yeah. Are, yeah. Is that the end your... of the evolutionary chain. <laughs> and, you know, it's the biggest thing. Is that, that your weird science? You just take every wrestler I'm and Vince. you put him into a thing? I just want a Braun giant, super up. steroidy guy. Like, I'm Vince McMahon. Whoa, he's seven foot? They're like, he can barely walk. He can barely get in the ring. His legs don't even bend. He's called the Great Khalid. Yes, he's a giant, but hey, well, he, he goes over the top rope, and I'm like, get him a contract! Like, like the, I am... I am the I just am the biggest mark for giants. Like I look love, how massive he is. Yeah, it's so yeah. big. Yeah, it's just larger than life freak shows is what I love. Um, but Drew, Drew McIntyre falls into that. Yes, I love him. And and 
It just feels like they, in this rush, because because you don't have Roman Reigns anymore, Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. I will tell you what I would do with Dolph Ziggler. I would have kept him, and then uh, eventually, because at first, Drew was the backup to Dolph, right? He was his muscle. Eventually, what's happened is they've shifted, Mm -hmm. and now Dolph has to take the backseat to Drew. Right, Drew's Mm -hmm. killing it. Never got a sense that that bothered Dolph. I like that promo on Monday, too, where he goes, no, no, I've always been the brains and the muscle. Yeah. So, I used you to get up here, so just bug off. I love that. You're not I, big enough. I think you. I think you could have done that in a couple months, but you have to have a while of of Dolph being in the back and see him resent that. Okay. Like I'm oh, the star. Yeah, yeah. You were here to back me up. We were supposed to do this together. You could break him up as two heels. I think it would still work. Because or you could have him turn Dolph face and have a face Dolph again. Have him get destroyed, and and help put over help you know. Elevator put Drew over. You I don't know who think the that's laziest person in wrestling is? Hmm. Who? Laziest of all the people in all of wrestling. I want to know. Not the writers, not the, uh, some would argue the writers, but uh, not the wardrobe department. The guy who makes their entrance music. <laughs> CFO dollar sign? Let me tell you. These people go bad and good, bad and good. Same music. Yeah. What? Why is that? Why is Becky Lynch still coming up to? Ooh, yeah. No, no, I don't no, know. No, the, the goggles up on the uh, on the big script, but not. She's not doing it. She, it's yeah. all over. She, well, they changed. Steampunk they, is all gone. This week they changed the Titantron. Right, finally, the Titantron. Finally, finally, finally. But it's still the music. Yeah. It's still the, like she definitely needs some new music. Yes. Same with the record stretch doesn't make sense anymore. Nope. No. And Hasn't then, made sense for like a year or two now. Also, while yeah. he was saying like, oh. I don't need no entrance music. I don't need no costumes and gimmick. He's on a cricket wireless commercial where he comes out to this like huge entrance to like a girl texting, you know, that commercial. <laughs> they aired that like the whole two years while he's doing this whole like, <laughs> I don't need no gimmicky crap and all this different stuff. And now he just has a record scratch with that old music. Yeah. Get some new. It doesn't make any sense. What do Becky's you? Music should be the music from the mar- no, not the marine, yeah. but like it should be her her thing from the marine. I'll tell you what. Go to, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tights fights. Let us know what you think the ideal music for Be- Becky Lynch would be. Base it on a song, wh- whatever you think it should be. Yeah, something we, extreme, need, right? She needs some music. Get get Drop some extreme music in there. Something badass. You, you can also do it on Instagram or on Twitter at tights fights. We're gonna take a brief break. When we come back, we're gonna give you three things from the world of wrestling that you should be paying a little more attention to. That's coming up. Up on tights and fights. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There was one... Weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. So, <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Jeff Dye. <laughs> so the dulcet tones of uh, Jeff Dunn. If you hear that behind you in a library, the next <laughs> yeah, thing you're going to feel is a knife in your spine. <laughs> or I'll touch your butt. 
Either one. Yeah. Could be. Some, you take the good, you take the bad. Life is Red Dead Redemption. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. What happened to the scream? Is that odd in this one? Yeah, that's a different one. We play that for me, though. Whoa! <laughs> I always enjoy it. That's a little bonus. Danielle, uh, we're going to let Jeff go first. Okay. I don't know why I looked over to you. Why I'm would so you look over me? You know first. he always let Jeff go first. Jeff, you are don't our guest. Don't embarrass me in I'm front sorry. of our guests. I'm sorry. You're a guest don't in our home. I'm sorry the sound tiles you have been falling off the it. wall. No, I like it in here. Welcome to our podcasting tenement. Very cozy. <laughs> what would you like to put over? Uh, wrestling Pro Wrestling. It's a uh, wrestling show in Burbank that Brian Kendrick does, and the commitment to the gimmick is real. I mean, it is amazing. <laughs> Every, they have Serial Man. There's The Wizard. There's all these like really great wrestlers. My favorite wrestler of them all, and I put this guy over too, Boy Gibberish. And he just comes out and cuts promos, but you can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> and it's just like, it's. I wouldn't even be able to do a good impression of it, but he's just like mumbling and going like, but it's like a long promo of just nonsense, and he gets the crowd to like start doing gibberish with him, and it's really great. Oh, that's fantastic! And I love great, Brian Kendrick. Yeah, they're a great promotion. Um, sometimes you've seen some other friends of the pod who have either been involved in the promotion or they've done it. I've done um, announcing, and you guys should check it out. If you're you've done announcing for it. Yeah, I did I the heel that. announcing for it a couple. It was fun. That's great. Oh, yeah. that sounds so fun. Have you job. thought about being an announcer in pro wrestling? I've thought about it. Should do it. Uh, pay me. Well, they will. I'm not going to pay you. They will. Oh, well, Go to monster.com. You and I will apply right together. Now. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like, give me money. I don't think yeah. that's how it works. Just give me, just put the money. <laughs> Danielle, what do you want to put over? Um, I am putting over. We didn't get a chance to talk about much of it this week, but as I, I feel like most people recognize, there was a win or fired match between Rhino and Mr. You Got Kids, or I Got Kids. I love uh, him. <laughs> I love Steve Slater so much. It's one of my favorite lines. Yeah, honestly. I love it so much. It's so great. Baron Corbin was like, hey, we can only afford one of you, which, I mean, I get. And so uh, somehow Heath Slater wound up pinning Rhino, and we found out that this was actually his retirement match, is what it seems. There was a little bit of audio from him backstage, and so we'll listen to that now. Excuse me, Rhino? Uh, Rhino... Per the stipulations of your match, you were just fired. Just wanted to see if I could get your reaction of what just happened. Rhino, earlier tonight you were given the opportunity to quit. Do you find more honor in being fired? Fuck what a career he's had. He's the best. Yeah, He's the best. He's been doing this forever. It's a hell of a career. And I guess um, not everyone gets to be in political office while also being a full-time wrestler like Kane. So maybe now he will go off and he will do um, some of the other things that he's been looking forward to doing. But... Um, Hell of a career, Kane. Or <laughs> Kane. Hell of a career, Rhino. We just want to give um, a shout out to Kane. Yeah, just shout out, Glenn no. Jacobs. <laughs> he can't <laughs> even headline his own retirement speech from Danielle. I'm the worst. But he no. doesn't even get to be the main event in that. <laughs> but no, it's you know, it's been a fuck of a career, and um, I feel like if you can, um, as a wrestler, they do do so much. Um, they take so much hardship on their bodies mm -hmm. and on their brains and everything else. Um, so as someone who, uh, you know, uh, I, I, if I've been hit by one bus, I imagine Rhino, with all of his years of wrestling, has been hit by the equivalent of 20. Well done for getting back up, and um, good luck with whatever happens next. I'm pouring out a little for you, Rhino. We That's love right. you. He's we the love best. You. ECW Hall of Famer. 
That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, I want to put over Daniel Bryan because I, I I was getting tired of the yes chants, mm. and I really like what he's found to replace it. Here's what he's chanting at audiences right now if you're not aware. I love it. I love how he shuts that an audience. And that's what I was doing at the top of the show. I was yelling podcast like he Which he's an, that's another example of somebody who's like the fans loved him the entire time. And they turned on him immediately. No, yeah. they're but they're booing it. Like he was yeah, able to Yeah, because they're that we're all in this, you know, another preachy segment from yeah. Jeff here. We're <laughs> such wrestling fans are such slaves to the chant. Sure. Stadiums full of people who hate Enzo Amore still couldn't help themselves because they knew the words to his little thing. I know that. Yeah. No, so when he comes down, even the people that are like I wish he would die are still like and you can't teach that. Like they, yeah. they knew all the things. They couldn't help themselves. It's they me. have to. Do I'm the also chant. part of the show. Yes. I guarantee you that in a stadium uh, or in a an arena that ten percent of the people who chant what know what it's from. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. I'm sure that they don't remember. They think what they it is. like it's a thing that they've learned in the last few years. Like that's what yeah. our fans do. You're like, no, it's Stone Cold. It's very specific. But it's also, very, very he did get booed yeah. when he was like, "Don't tell this child happy birthday." Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did accost the <laughs> child. Uh, during a dark match, he was having a birthday and told him he was stupid. Oh, wait. Uh, I was at that. It was at uh, the SmackDown in LA, right? Yeah. It was in, no, this was in Austin. Uh, it was? Oh, it was in Austin? Oh, yeah, this was his last one. There was a kid who Did he, he might do have it done again? it twice, That's but he better. brought like a. Uh, a thing. He brought a. The kid brought a sign that was like, it's my birthday. And Daniel Bryan was like, oh, it's your birthday? Everybody, it's this kid's birthday. And his parents are stupid. <laughs> it's great. What a weird. But, <laughs> Oh, that does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, your hosts were Jeff Dye and Danielle Redford, along with me, Hal Lublin. Jeff. I love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This was amazing. Yeah, I had fun. Will you come back? I'd love to come back. Great. Yay! I, I, I never shut up about wrestling anyways. Fantastic. So yes, I wanna, I'm going to start here. Yeah. I'm legitimately going to start emailing you after this now. I'd love that. Email, we're going to start. Actually, I'll uh, the pitch it to begun. my, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll pitch it to my, um, I'm in a wrestling thread. We talk about wrestling every day. It's uh, me, Richard Barrett, uh, Aaron Marsh, Mitch Burrow. They're all like comedians and stuff. Oh, all right. Mitch. And uh, God, we, I haven't talked to Mitch forever. We love just talking about wrestling and the thing. And so it's, it's a bit much, in fact. I'm into it. For everybody here who does not have your email will not be in this text thread. Yes. Where do you want them to follow you? What What should they be checking out? Just at Jeff Dye on all my things. Uh, I'm on hiatus for my TV show right now, mm-hmm. so I've got a lot of free time to listen to people's social medias. <laughs> Fantastic. Don't do that. What? <laughs> Don't listen to their social medias? No. Well, I, I, if they want to social at me. I, oh, then yeah. yes. Okay. That's what I meant. Okay. Like, I thought you were just like reading social media and I was like... No, no. I mean, if they want to follow me and talk to me, let's do it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I love it. Danielle. Um, as per usual, you can find me at uh, Screen Junkies. Um, I'm also doing a bunch of stuff with Nerdist now, which is really, really nice. I recently did an episode of Fangirling. I believe I will be covering some junkets coming up here, so keep a lookout for that. Um, I've got some end-of-the-year content that's coming out from a couple of different outlets, so just find me. Um, those are written things, which, you know, writing is hard. I don't know how Lindsay writes, like, eight books a year. But um, though I, I just I would rather talk. Um, but those will be coming out at the end of the year. And you can still find me on my Patreon. We have started mixing it up and doing more movies and not just wrestling stuff. And people who um, like me and like wrestling, but are also like all the time wrestling, seem to be really into it. So come meet us there. Nice. Tweet. 
Uh, if you like me on this podcast, then you'll like me on We Got This and Good Morning Night Vale. Both of those are available for your ears all the time. Uh, and if you are a fan of mine from Thrilling Adventure Hour, you should definitely listen to We Got This because this month, December, is all Work Juice players. Uh, we had Craig Kikowski this week, Mark Evan Jackson next week, then Paget Brewster, and then for our 200th episode, Paul F. Tompkins. And now watch that scheduling fall through and it will not... <laughs> Also, uh, will not be available. Somehow that schedule will fall through. And also, through, if you like The Good it. Place, that uh, you should. Oh, yeah, if you love The Good Place. Our, our producer, Julian Burrell, will use Roy as his main when Smash, when Smash Brothers is out. Speaking of Smash Brothers. Oh, when does that come out? I, when is it out, Julian? Uh, Friday. And you've been smashing those weights. What are you benching now? <laughs> what are we up to? I, I played too much Smash Brothers. Three bills? Who's, who's your Smash Brother character? Who do you like? Roy. Who's that? Roy, the Just a man named guy. Roy? No, the red-haired guy. Red-haired swordsman. Oh, wow. Roy or... Yoshi. I thought you made it up. He needs a cooler name. <laughs> yeah, why is Roy. his name Roy? That seems like a not a video game character at all. You know who my hero is? Dan. <laughs> 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 I wanted to be something tough, you know? Something cool. <laughs> Oh, senior producer of Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long. I'm going to say it again. Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights, at Tights Fights on Twitter and on Instagram. If you love the show, remember, to, I just went to push up. I normally wear glasses and I have contact lenses. Push up his- <laughs> I went to push up glasses that weren't Nerd. there. And I and I went from a weird angle, so it looked like I was to about avoid to. avoid the mic? Yeah, I don't know what. That's how I talk on microphones. I just That's right. keep adjusting things you Constantly. can't see. <laughs> it's so good for an audio Why is audience. Doing that I really all want the time. to enjoy. It. Just imagine <laughs> the parts of my face I'm touching when I speak. What? <laughs> and while you're doing that, remember to hit five stars on Apple Podcasts. Share us with all your friends. Spread the word. Create more members of the Nation of Conversation. And thank you so much. A little extra thank you. To the members of Maximum Fun who have a portion of their recurring monthly contribution, come mm-hmm. towards us and keep mm-hmm. the lights on when we're in here. Like and that. someday keep the tiles on the walls. We really appreciate it. I'll glue those back. Thank you. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.